Joker here. Welcome you to another edition of the Knife Party Podcast, where we leave it all on the cutting room floor. And without any further ado, please let me welcome your host, Zachary Evergreen. <laughs> That's right. And welcome to another edition of the Night Party Podcast, where we leave it all on the cutting room floor, as Mark Hamill just said. Now, normally I'd be yelling out to our boy Elijah. We'll get to him in a second. Real quick. Remember, we're available on the Patreon. Patreon.com slash nightpartypod for only $1. You get all these episodes early and often, including specials. Now, sometimes... Our Patreon members subscribe at a certain tier level, and I shout them out. Sometimes, a Patreon will join this tier, and I like what they do so much, I'll dedicate a full episode to them. This is the case. But don't worry. We'll all be alright. This is not Peter Pander. I would never ever promote something the way I'm about to do now, unless I really, really enjoyed the product. All right. So first for the bad news, um, I had to let Elijah go. Whoa. Whoa. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Why are you guys happy? I mean, you know, after Jeff, the tech that made the show all possible, uh, uh, left. Now he didn't leave. I mean, we're still good friends and he's still going to be on the show, of course. But I mean, he doesn't do the engineering anymore. I've been doing it a majority of it. Uh, 99.9999999 infinity uh, of all of our stuff. And Eli was sleeping on my couch for free and eating all my leftover Mexican food. And it just it it came to a head. Luckily, it didn't come to blows because I do not accept blowies for rent. So, uh, Yeah. Anyway, goodbye, Eli. If you are a sound engineer or producer and you live in the wine country, as it's called, the uh, North California Bay Area, I have a couch for you to sleep on and Mexican food for you to eat. All I ask is that you, you know, help me out a little bit. In fact, I'm trying to get on this Skype stuff, uh, trying to do video, but everyone knows I'm about to turn 40, which means old as shit. Uh, it, well, not in today's standard, but back in the day. Remember when your aunt was like 40 and you're like, Jesus Christ, you're old. And then you look at the man and you're like, huh, I don't know if it's the preservatives in the food or what, but we look a lot better than everyone else. Like if you look through old family photos, you're going to go, Jesus Christ, what are they doing? And I drink like a fish too. So, I mean, they have zero excuse. Um, anyway, where the fuck was I? Oh, yeah. So rest in peace, Eli. Uh, but you know what? To be fair... Well, to be fair. Oh, don't say to be fair. Hate when people say to be fair. Oh, to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Uh, to be fair. To be fair. Well, to be fair. Uh, to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Um, he is actually going to rehab. The, re- the straw that broke the camel's back was actually uh, not the fact that I found fentanyl uh, in the in between my couchy cushions. And, you know, <laughs> um, no, it wasn't that. 
It was the fact that the recording quality, the audio quality on my American Werewolf in London uh, podcast was so poor that I was like, look, man, enough is enough. You're smoking drugs in my backyard, sleeping on my couch. It's, it's, it's not going well. It's not going well. So I mentioned uh, Caps and Cork. Um, they, uh, or if I didn't, now I'm mentioning them. So there you go. I don't know. I speak tangentially and I have the memory of a goldfish. Well, I have selective memory. Elephants never forget and goldfish don't know what the fuck's going on. I'm a little bit of both. So uh, Caps and Cork is a great store where you can get your alcoholic beverages just down the street from me. Um, but you can find them online. Um, they're they're new to uh, Twitter and Instagram. So go check them out. Caps and Cork is, they have so many micro, they have a full wall fridge full of micro brews. It's a great place. It's a dangerous place if you live walking distance, as I do. Uh, but if you're in the Vallejo, Napa, Benicia, um, American Canyon area, like all around wine country, you and you like beer, and maybe you prefer beer over wine, or maybe you just want a good beer, go there. They will hook you up. They are very knowledgeable, and they're very smart. Now, the reason why I'm, I'm bringing them up is, guess what? They also like horror movies. Yeah. So um, we were talking about like really obscure movies, and I just gave my card to go, dude, like, why aren't we recording this? Come on and record, and you have no excuse because your store is literally one city block away from where I live um, on the cutting room floor. That's what I call my my studio now because I'm trying to be professional. So um, we're going to have them on, and uh, they're going to promote their product, obviously, but more important, we'll, we'll do, you know, we're not going to, like I said, we're not going to pander. We're going to talk about the movie The Stuff. The Stuff is such an obscure movie, so obscure, in fact, that you can actually find it for free on YouTube if you dig hard enough, which, by the way, have just re-shadow banned me. We'll get into that later. But uh, The Stuff's a great movie. I think it's better than The Blob. Kind of similar, except for it's a zombie movie, kind of plus the blob. It's a great movie. Totally B-movie. Um, I think it's pretty much free rights, but I, I saw I had to watch it on Shudder because I didn't really feel like digging. I do that enough, and I just don't got time for it. So, yeah, uh, we're going to have him on here, and uh, then, uh, uh, or they. I don't know if both of them are coming. There's two brothers. Either way, we're going to have some fun. We're going to talk this stuff. Um, other things I have uh, uh, gang-loaded is I have, um, for my, you know, as we all know, I just mentioned I'm turning 40 in a week. For my 40th birthday party is going to be shared here at the Knife Party. We're going to do a two-part episode with perhaps my favorite guest, and hopefully, if I keep hounding him, is going to be my my co-host, is uh, Antonius. It's my masterpiece. We did RoboCop. We did a two-parter. It's about three hours. It goes by like that. I mean, we break down the film on episode two. In episode one, we talk about how it was made, all the silly advertisements, RoboCop and wrestling. Yes, RoboCop was in pro wrestling. If you don't fucking believe me, you Google that shit or just wait for the episode to drop. Um, we talk about all the, yeah, the Korean ads, the Japanese ads, they're, they're, they're ridiculous. And uh, that's going to be really awesome. So we have the stuff. We have RoboCop. Uh, Hoodcast AF with my brother, cousin, Jonathan Fallen. Um, he's my brother and my cousin. No incest, long story. Um, and, uh, you know, his show, if you like action figures, go check them out. If you don't, don't. I don't care either way. 
he really doesn't come on that often, but he does come over for wrestling. And when he comes over for wrestling, I insist after he gets tanked, and don't get me wrong, I get I get tanked too. I just it I'm good at hiding it. Um, we always talk about a movie. We just decided to talk about uh, Return of the Killer Tomatoes, and it's one of those episodes where I had like pages of notes, and we didn't even get to them because we were just bullshitting. Yes, we do talk about the movie, but it was kind of more of a uh, an excuse for us to just hang out and do some old school Slime Rock Radio for our newer listeners. If you don't know what Slime Rock Radio is. Good luck trying to find it because we didn't want to be canceled and we took it down, but it was when we were in like, I don't know, 2011, 2012, all the way to 2016. We were the Opie and Anthony of the podcast, or as I like to say, on-demand radio realm. So uh, yeah, you know, it's kind of like a cool little throwback to that. But yes, we do for about, you know, of that hour, I don't know, maybe 15 minutes talk about the movie. But we kind of sum it up for you. Uh, yeah, so that's coming up too. Um, shoot, what else? Oh, yeah, Jeff the Tech pre-mentioned. Um, we're doing Wrath of Khan. It's a different kind of episode as most of mine are because he knows that movie verbatim. I've seen that movie three times. Now, did I just recently watch it twice? Yes, but he dominates the show. Now, I'm not mad at him. That's awesome. I get to sit back and just take a break and was maybe or maybe not ingesting um, illegal green substance. So I was stoned out of my gourd anyway. And I was looking at my my notes. And I'm like, I can't barely read as it is. <laughs> and this is so uh, and I was writing in the dark. So it was like I was reading like Korean noodles, you know, like I was like, I, I was reading tea leaves. Um, so he kind of takes over the job. And all I do is kind of like poo poo him, which is kind of funny. Um, Antonius will be on for our new show, Cinema Court, which I really like. Uh, we're taking to trial Dreamcatcher, which I'm going to be the prosecutor because I hate that fucking movie. And he's going to be taking on Blair Witch 2 Book of Shadows because everyone hates that movie but me and Josh the Show Killer, who you will never hear on the show for reasons of insanity. Um, but those should be a lot of fun. I'm not going to break up in two parts. Let me explain. And I really apologize if you're mad that those two episodes were so short on Predator 2. It was because I had him laughing with my impressions so hard that we had to pause the show. Like for real, he was legitimately in tears laughing for over three minutes. And I'm like, should we just pause? And then you want to go have a cigarette? And he's like, yeah, basically. So that's what happened with that. Um, so those are all the things coming up right now. And now, with uh, without any further ado, I would like to talk about my fellow podcasters, which I just mentioned a few. So I was on Instagram the other day, as I do, looking at my favorite goth models. As you know, I've already sponsored one of them. Or they, sorry, they sponsored me, and I, and I did one of these whole things. And uh, just scrolling through, you know, da, 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 and best of pro wrestling and hockeyfights.com. Love those guys, you know. And uh, I know a guy, um, I don't want to throw out his social because I think it's a personal account. Let's just say it's F Brown is his name. So good luck looking him up. But if he wants to, if he's listening to this and he says it's cool, then then whatever. I'll, I'll shout him out later. And he's friends with Josh Silver. Now, you don't have to drink. So we have a game on here if you're new. If I mention typo negative, I hit the typo negative bell, and then you have to drink. Whatever you're drinking, whenever I mention typo negative, you have to drink. We're, we're not going to play that game today. 
because this the majority of, of the remainder of this episode is going to be about typo negative. Um, I am drinking though. I have a 2018 uh, cake bread Cabernet Sauvignon Napa Valley, aged for 17 months in French oak, half new, half neutral. It has complements of tobacco, leather, cherry, and vanilla, and I ain't reading the back. I'm just that good. 18 was a funny year. A little beefier than uh, than 19. 19's more fruit forward, and 17 is more velvety. I would tell you about 16, but I haven't had it, but I have had 15, and 15 is the best fucking year ever. If you ever see anything Napa Valley, 15, buy it. Buy it, drink it, and thank me later. And no, they're not an official sponsor, but as you know, just like with the Coppola episode, and just like the episode with, uh, you know, um, Jeff Ugly Shoes, I always like to, you know, give a little wink, wink endorsement to uh, wines I do like, seeing how I am a wine aficionado. So is Peter Steele. So anyway, uh, this gentleman I was talking about, Mr. Brown, um, is friends with Josh Silver, and Josh Silver and... um, if I'm not mistaken, it's Kenny. Yeah, it is Kenny. They're working on a new project called IAM. It's spelled in capital letters E-Y-E space A-M. So like I'm. And uh, when when I saw this post, for whatever reason, I saw a comment by this new account on Instagram called Pod is Killing Me. And I click on it. It's a thing of Peter. I thought it was maybe a fan site or, you know, something or, you know. People post a lot of type of negative fans are pretty, pretty, pretty. The okay, the word fan actually means fanatic. It's just short for that. I am a fan of typo negative, meaning I'm fanatical about them. I've been a fan since December twenty, uh, sorry, uh, Christmas Eve, December twenty fourth of nineteen ninety four. I even remember the fucking time because it was after uh, unwrapping presents. I got. Uh, a used copy of Bloody Kisses from my stepbrother Joe, who is a piece of shit, by the way. Um, and uh, uh, he just bought it, and he didn't like it, and just gave it to me. and goes, here's your present. And I gave him Megadeth Countdown to Extinction. I'll never forget this day. So it's 9 o'clock. I'm 11 years old, and I pop this motherfucker in, and I listen to that album till 1 a.m., and I'm like, this is the new band. Now, mind you, this was <laughs> right when I went from pre-goth 11-year-old, I know, do they exist? But yeah, they do. It's not just in South Park. And I went full-blown just like, dude. Now, remember, I grew up on Lost Boys and Dracula and comic books. So I've always been a fan of vampire shit. So for a while, I just called them that vampire band. <laughs> and uh, uh, then I just got really into them. You know, I was just like, oh, man. And then I moved out to, because uh, my parents are divorced so i bounced all around i hope it's not boring um anyway uh i moved to a town called bolinas which is really really small it's across the pond the bay from san francisco no one's ever heard of it you could find it now on the internet because it exists but it didn't back then they would take down all the road signs so no one knew it was almost like a commune now not gross like jamestown no one drank kool-aid but they were all nudists and everyone had herpes apparently and uh, I had no friends because we went there during the beginning of the summer and I was about to start junior high. So this would be when I was like 13, 14. Um, sorry, uh, not junior high, but like ninth grade of junior high. This town is so small. They had kindergarten to ninth grade all in the same like building or not building, but property. Same address. 
It was that small. I think there was, when I lived there, maybe 300 people. It's like a village. Anyway, so um, October Rust came out around that time, maybe a little bit before. I found it at a Target when we went to Petaluma, which, um, by the way, uh, if you like my band Heaven's Heels, the album Two by Knife was recorded at that same Phoenix Theater that's in Petaluma. And that's where I saw Guar over nine times. Unfortunately, Tapping Ev didn't play there because it was a dump, but it was a fun dump. It was like a goth punk, crazy metalhead skateboard spray paint on everything. Every single bathroom, the doors were kicked down like Jackie Chan just walked into the bathroom, went, oh, the doors, and just kicked them all down. You know, that happened. Well, it could have been Arnold. Oh, you know, there's too many doors here. I must punch them in the face. Um, and uh, yeah, it, and then you'd be standing in water constantly, and not from the guar blood, just from like someone like overthrowing a toilet. Anyway, that was like one of my dreams besides making my own vinyl accomplished and also uh, playing there. I digress. We went to the Target, and I'll never forget it because this was another Christmas Eve. This was Christmas Eve, 1997, and my brother got a Gambit toy, like the comic book character. I'll never forget it. And I went out, and uh, I went to music, and I just walked by, and I saw Typo Negative, and I was like, wait a minute. I don't have that one because I had the three. At the time, there was only uh, Origin. There was... um, Oh, sorry, uh, wrong. There was Slow Deep, there was Origin, and there was uh, Bloody. And I've had that, but I never saw, but of course, you know, you will never, ever, ever in a Target find Slow Deep. It's just not going to happen. Um, but they had October Russ, and I saw the cover, and I'm like, oh, man, that looks really cool. And uh, uh, to be all honest and humble myself and make myself look out, like a bigger nerd. I was really into the female version of Lost Boys, that we know as the craft. And it just reminded me for whatever reason of like the four roses, you know, the four dudes, the the four girls. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna and it is very kind of Celtic y and, and Wiccan and everything else like that. So it just kind of fit my mood. Plus I was playing a ton of Vampire Masquerade when I actually did hang out with uh Jonathan Hoodcast AF on the weekends. He was like the only person I knew besides this album. This album during that whole summer break where I didn't know any of the kids, except for maybe bumping into them riding my bike, this was my only friend. And this, Blinus is a beautiful area, by the way. Like, there's one general store, there's one bakery, there's one bar, there's one repair shop, and there's two hotels that are located above the, above the um, uh, uh, repair shop and the bar. That is it. That's all that town has. And then a beach. So it's beautiful wilderness on the California coast. And all I would do is walk around that coast and just listen to Bloody Kisses. It still to this day is my favorite album. And, you know, it it just was one of those things. It was just with me. And I was just walking around, like, you know, listening to this, riding my bike places. Shit, I went, I was... I was one of the only kids I knew that got a PlayStation because my grandfather, uh, who partially raised me, he would always give gifts to me as a sorry for all my uncles and aunts that, or aunt rather, uh, that they like were, you know, shitty to because they were what they call the the silent generation or the greatest generation where they're just kind of beat the shit out of their kids and then love their grandkids. So yeah, anyway, I had a PlayStation and man, 
all I would do is play like a couple of games and only for a little while. And but mainly I was outside as long as the sun was up. And obviously we're talking about summer. So there was a lot of sunshine, you know, and then, uh, uh, you know, I hang out by myself. And then when I did actually play video games, it'd usually be Twisted Metal 2 or Resident Evil and Resident Evil scared the shit on me. So I would play this album to kind of like calm me down. So this was basically what I'm saying is this was in my earphones probably. And I'm not even exaggerating here. You know, people go, there was literally like 50 people. No, there wasn't. There was probably like eight people. There was not 50 people. That is exaggerating to like the umpth degree. And, uh, Hey sweetie. And, um, Anyway, um, where the fuck was I? Yeah, so this was probably figuratively, actually, literally, and and most definitely in my ear holes for four hours a day for three months. And then after that, my bike rides to and from work. And to this day, man, I hear in praise of Bacchus, and I'm like, fuck yeah, that is the shit. So I love this man. And that brings me to back to Pot is Killing Me. These guys are new at what they do, apparently. They might have been podcasting for years because they sound a little bit more professional than they're leading on, but who knows. Um, these guys, see them, check them out, looked, looked at, you know, typed it into my, my Spotify. It only had two episodes at the time. This is going to air when they drop their second. So I don't know when you're listening to this, but uh, the date today, in case you want to know, is February 25th. Um, Exactly one week before my birthday, 40th. And uh, I just sat there listening and I'm like, man, these guys are fucking good. They're really good. This is an entertaining show. Mind you, it might be because of the subject matter. But I do listen to a lot of podcasts. I mean, I listen to a lot. And what I mean is, is I don't subscribe to a lot, but I listen to a lot because I want to know what are they doing that I don't do. Most of the time, the answer is editing. I don't. I pre-plan, but I don't edit. So, for instance, this is my second time doing this episode. The first episode sounds completely different from this one because I just tangentially speak unless I have movie notes. And obviously, this is not a movie episode because there was no typo negative movie. They weren't like Insane Clown Posse that made three movies that failed. Now, I'm not making fun of Insane Clown Posse, so don't even get me started, Juggalos. I'm one of you, secretly. All right? You know, goth kids like Great Malenko as well. But, um, so I gang listened to both of them in a 24-hour period. Uh, the two episodes they have up is Slow, Deep, and Hard, which is their first album. Their second one is Origin of Feces. And kind of how their episodes are, they're about an hour and 15 or so long. They uh, talk about the tracks. They talk about what music was going on at the time. So it, to me... It's even better. So if you're my age, they're giving you a time capsule of all the music released. So it's not just about typo negative. But if you like typo negative, it's it's awesome. Or if you dated that goth girl, we all have. In fact, kind of wish I was doing it now. Uh, you know, I do have two ring fingers after all. Hit me up if you have red hair. Not really. Knifepartypod at yahoo.com. Um... Yeah, you would really like this just a, as a time capsule of where you were. So, um, yeah, That's, it's it's a fucking fantastic podcast. And I'm pretty sure they're bullshitting when they said they've never done this before, especially when they have ads in the work. And they sound really good and really polished. So, yeah, anyway, thank you to my new Patreons at um, 
at uh, Pot is Killing Me. And thank you to Caps and Cork. I can't believe I got two sponsors in one week. Now, obviously, Patreon isn't being a sponsor, but I consider that when I'm like, man, you guys are doing a bang-up job, and thank you for supporting me. Of course, I'm going to do that for them. Uh, that's why I'm doing this episode. Also, kind of just to let you guys know what's going on with my podcast, what episode's coming up and everything else. You know I number all my episodes, except for ones like this where I just tangentially speak. But in traffic today, I felt the need to kind of tell you guys what was going on. So, yeah. Anyway, um, other shit. Um, so, I've been shadow banned on, on a, a YouTube once again for using music. I warned the gentleman at, uh, you know, Pot is Killing Me about that as well. Um, you don't want to use too much music. Especially if you want to get perma-banned from iTunes, which I am, but I throw double middles to them. Go fuck themselves. I want to throw double middles and a Stone Cold Stunner and a Luthesh Press and pour a beer on them. And, uh, and yeah, that's what I want to do. But, you know, we can't all have our ways. Um, and uh, But I have been shadow banned on YouTube, and I'm trying to get back on there by uh, posting it a different way. The... The lesson I've learned is I'm playing September Sun on piano, so it's not technically copyrighted. So we'll see, we'll see how this works out. Uh, shit. My mind's going a million miles right now because I'm pretty sober. It's my second glass of wine, so I don't know. Uh, do I have anything else? I don't think so. Anyway, um... With that being said, um, thank you for listening to the Night Party Podcast as per usual. And remember to be kind and rewind. And I have to leave you, even though I love you, because I have to return some videotapes. Bye, guys. episode if you're still listening.